Hello and welcome to episode 162 of the Truly Daybox Show. This is a bi-weekly podcast where the two of us come together every two weeks to discuss K-pop and whatever's current in the K-pop industry. Uh, this week we pretty much got a pretty plain, you know, vanilla uh, review episode. We got a bunch of uh, interesting releases to talk about this week, so that'll be interesting. Um it seems like I have the wrong overlay up right now, so you guys are spoiled on the first thing. Uh, but you'll probably see that in the title of the podcast anyway, so whatever. Um, yeah, anyways, as always, I'm joined by Nate. That's my novice. It's my novice. You lead. We, we follow. follow. Yes. <laughs> yep. Espa. They're lyrical geniuses. Yes. All right, um, and I'm Jacob. Hashtag no blown out, and yeah. So uh, I guess first thing is uh, again just want to remind everybody uh, in early July um, what was it 10th and 11th or is 11th and 12th? We're on the 11th. Yeah, it's 10th right, so, and 11th. But yeah, yeah, we're yeah on the 11th we'll be appearing in the uh, uh, K-pop social night. Uh, podcast fest which is uh like online k-pop podcast event that they're they're hosting and uh all the ticket proceeds and stuff will go to charity so yeah buy tickets if you can so yeah yeah the early link is still up it got pushed back to june 6th so next week okay um so you can still get your tickets for five dollars if you did get a ticket before um you'll have to rebuy that ticket you should have got refunded because there was an issue um but you can still get that five dollar discount um or get it for five dollars early it'll be fifteen dollars afterwards yep and again the uh proceeds and stuff like that will be going to uh nami the national alliance for mental illness so it's a pretty cool Mm -hmm. uh cause to support so yeah look forward to that and yes yeah and uh last weekend i did unboxing as you can see I'm wearing a Dreamcatcher robe, which is yes. a ridiculous, a ridiculous thing. Um, and I'm going to take it off because it's way too hot. But that's the thing. Sith Lord um, robe. Got a cool, <laughs> cool uh, design on the back. Matches the light stick. Comes in a ridiculous bag, like a nice bag. It has like gold. It's gold like actually rope. like a, like a velvet like bag. It's fake. It's, it's. It's like fake, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like but, that's what they're going for, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I unboxed fourteen NCT albums, so that was uh, fun. I got like out of like the fourteen albums, I think I got like eight by of my biases and photo cards. Nice. It was like almost all the Dream albums. I got Renjun, who's my bias now. Um, I got ten. Um, and I got, I think I got, I got 10 in my only wavy album that I had in that group. And then I got Doyoung, I think in one of the NCT 127 albums. So really good luck. Um, and I also unboxed the Dreamcatcher concert merch and the Ujisonio fourth fandom kit. Cool. So yeah, you can go check that out. The VOD is up in, check that out on our YouTube channel. channel. Yep. Cool. So with that, I guess uh, we can open up right into our usual 
first segment, which is what have you been listening to the past couple of weeks? Um, for me, it's just stuff we're reviewing, plus a lot of NCT. Um, and what else was I listening to a lot that was not that we're not reviewing? There was something, and now I'm blanking on it. Oh, just Uju Sonia Black, like stuff we reviewed last week, basically. Yeah, or last episode. My listening is basically just I'm on the Aspa. next level. Yeah, yeah I've basically just been <laughs> spamming Espa like constantly, um, as well as uh, again. So I, I guess uh, as well, mine's like mostly stuff we've been we're gonna talk about. Uh, in particular, I've been spamming a lot of Espa uh, and then listening to the Hayes mini album quite a bit. So yeah, I'll have quite a bit to say about those. So yeah, yeah, I guess that's kind of a perfect segue right into our first review, which is of Espa's new single. Their first uh like it's not really their first comeback, but it feels like it's their first like full comeback. Yeah, the uh, ballad forever, didn't really count. Because forever is kind of a half comeback, I feel like. Yeah, they so, didn't promote it or anything. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't think they went on music shows at all with They that. didn't. They just did some per- like in-house performances. Yeah. So yeah, basically first comeback. Um, I believe they're going on music shows at least. I'm banking on it because I need that. Yeah, 8K, I think so. I need that 8K uh, KBS fan cam for yeah for next level. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, basically this is like their first like like in concept uh comeback with uh, next level where uh. Basically, in pre-release, we got this like whole like SM culture universe or whatever, yeah, like SM Kwang, yeah. cinematic universe or something like that. Yeah, um, SMCU. Uh, we got the first uh, like episode of that, which is titled like like Black Mamba. So basically, like explained a lot of the story, I guess, or kind of showed a lot of the story that's supposed to be happening yeah. in this. I don't know. I don't pay attention um, to it. I just know there's a lot of lyrics related to it. Yeah. Uh, did you watch it? No. I, okay. No, yeah. I, I, I check I, it I, out. I started. It's it's more interesting, I think, than most K-pop lore, where it's just cryptic stuff. Mm-hmm. I do think the delivery of this could be way better, but um, I like that they're at least like trying to just do like it's literally just like a plain story. They're just telling it like through mm-hmm. these videos and stuff. It's not like. Oh my God! The the when V kisses the the angel in blood, sweat, and tears, it it represents this like, you know, like that kind of thing. Like that's I, your K-pop fan voice. Yeah, I'm just, it's just random person voice, basically. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so basically, like, they're not they're not doing like cryptic like uh like metaphors or representations or anything in this. It's like just like they're literally like have these virtual avatars that are like trapped in a certain world or whatever and they have to go and yeah well i don't know if they use their name the, navis. Yeah, well, novice well novice is the hold on hold on hold on this is so convoluted the the like terms are so weird so i think the flat is where is the flat the the, the flat virtual is, world well flat is so not quite the flat okay. is the place where you see espa and novice like standing around or whatever that's where espa together yeah, that's where the eyes go, like, when they're not, like, out. Like, that's when they're, like, in the virtual world. They're in the flat. Okay. And Kwangya is, like, the greater virtual world, I'm pretty sure. 
Okay. <laughs> like it's the actual world world. And then I still don't know what Cosmos is. I don't know what Cosmo is. I think it's supposed to be where they're trying to get to now to fight Black Mamba or something. Oh, okay. And that, that was that sense. was also mentioned in '90s Love by NCT. Apparently. Wait, really? Yeah, Cosmo and and Kwang Ya. Are oh both. shit! <laughs> it's coming together. Yeah, it's literally like, oh my god. Yeah. So there's there's a ton of these like crazy like terms and stuff that they're kind of just casually like throwing out in songs without like totally explicitly saying what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, to get to the point where I was trying to get to is, uh, at the end of that, uh, like whole cinematic universe episode one thing, there's like this whole, uh, like it goes into the like webtoon style where it's like a comic and it makes me think that maybe they're going to like release like a webtoon about like Espa, like their characters and stuff mm-hmm. that actually makes me excited for this stuff. That's why I'm at, like, that's one of the things I'm, that actually makes me excited about the storyline. Cause if they actually release like a full comic that they release every week, I would totally mm-hmm. follow that. Like I would totally follow that all, all the time. Um, but yeah, anyway, like that whole, like, Oh, oh God. Oh, you look up the nineties. I found a lore. No, I found lore, a lore explanation. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. I thought novice was their, their digital versions, but it's not. No, novice oh. is the person who opens the portal yes. in the quantum yeah. from the flat. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so eyes are the avatar experience. Quang yeah. is the place where they live. Sync is the connection between Aespa and, and I yeah, Aespa or whatever. Yeah. Novice is an AI that guides Aespa and their eyes. Flat is where they can coexist. Yeah. Po- POS is a portal that that their AIs use to go to the real world. Recall <laughs> is the time allotted for Aespa and Aespa to interact. And then Black Mamba is a villain. And then this doesn't mention... Uh, cosmos because this is about this is from black yeah i don't i don't i don't think we actually have a i don't think we actually have a definite like explanation for what cosmo is because yeah this this is the second time it's been mentioned but we still don't know what it means so so i think this type of k-pop lore it's stupid but it's actually i think it's kind of more fun to follow because it's it's, because it's less it's less cryptic it's it's defined yeah it's yeah like it's literally just like a really basic story and it's like okay cool and the lyrics of the song is literally all about (laughs) them like trying to go to cosmo (laughs) or whatever to fight black mamba yeah so yeah it's it's cool um i know a lot of people probably would find it like cheesy or whatever and that might put them off but personally for me i think that just makes it like dumb fun yeah yeah like i I like like i i think uh you could liken it to like just like in movies like the mcu like they're not like these cinematic like deep masterpieces that you have to like sit about and ponder to understand the meaning of it's just like it's surface level but it's fun and it's fun to be engaged in and talk about and stuff like that so um i'm not sure if sm can totally nail this but i i'm still really intrigued so far i think this is i think it's fun and i think this is more or less what i actually want them to where i want them to go with something like this mm-hmm. um with the uh as f- so not to like talk about the cinematics too much but, yeah let's uh, say more the song yeah well <laughs> there's one last thing is basically uh i i feel like they're not gonna if they don't do like the webtoon thing, I feel like they're kind of doing a uh, sort of loose like story that you kind of have to piece together. 
like the pieces are definite, but we don't actually know like what the timeline looks like kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that actually, I was saying in Discord, what that actually reminds me of the most is like uh, in games like Overwatch, for example, like there's no story mode in Overwatch, right? But Overwatch does have a story through these like cinematics that Blizzard releases yeah, they have these shorts. over time. Yeah, and they're they're kind of these like it's not even like a like a linear story that you follow. It's more like these like uh concentrated like anecdotes about each character that like you kind of look upon. I feel like Espa's like lore might be something like that where it's like these it's like this episodic thing where each arc is just like a different uh you know, sort of thing that unfolds. I feel like it might be something like that because um I don't know how they're going to be able to make uh all the groups interact because I feel like they're not going to like just overtly have Espa and NCT like interacting in a music video or something. Yeah. Like I feel like they won't do that. I mean, they might for all we know, but um I feel like it's I feel like it, they're going to go with something that's relatively like uh episodic, I guess. Cuz also I I feel like the like the story is pretty concretely like uh, centered around the eyes, like the avatars and stuff. Like that has nothing to do with like NCT, even though they were talking about Kwangya and Cosmos and their '90s love song, you know. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, all that out of the way, because that's like <laughs> the convoluted stuff that's like needs all this explanation. And yeah, it's it's interesting. I'll follow it. Um, we'll see what it ends up being like. I guess like a few years down the road, if they even like keep doing it. Yeah. Um, because SM, I feel like they tend to like drop their gimmicks after they realize that people don't really care Nobody about cares. it. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but they've never gone this hard into it before. So yeah, yeah. This Who is knows? like a pretty concrete thing. Like they literally will have to like cold turkey just stop doing it if they ever do quit. Like yeah. doing the lore stuff. I feel like. But yeah. Anyway. Um. So the actual song, next level. I love this song it's 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 super weird and it's super like people have been uh comparing it to like i got a boy just because i feel like it's not a similar song but no. it's similar in that it's like weird and just takes these like like <laughs> like 90 degree turns yeah um, and it really it's crazy though it, it, it doesn't have nearly as many sections so that's why i yeah. feel like the comparison is a little bit weird but yeah same. i kind of get it um because really it's just in that like like double it's just bridge. the bridge it's yeah, a double yeah. bridge like there's yeah. one bridge and then they add on another one right yeah. after that um yeah so background on the song is uh this song was originally released in the u.s or like in western like english uh you know pop circles uh, on the hobbs and shaw which is fast and furious movie like soundtrack and i feel like nobody heard it anyway so like yeah, I <laughs> yeah. It, it originally was released there and that's the same like demo that SM used obviously. Um and for the most part be, besides that double bridge that they inserted in there, the song's pretty much identical. Except like I listened to the like original version um after like Espa's next level came out cuz I didn't want to be spoiled listening to it first. I didn't want my like opinion to be influenced i guess basically like if i didn't like the demo even though the like sm always almost always like tweaks the song in some way that like significantly changes it uh in this case it was the the double bridge that they added and then not to mention also i feel like the production on aspa's version is like significantly significantly better than 
the original. Um, mm-hmm. Like the the stru- like again, besides the bridges, um, the structure and stuff is the same on the old one. Even like the bass note and stuff that they use, but the vocals on Espas is much more like crisp and clear and forward on the mix. Whereas I feel like uh, on the original, it's kind of muddy and a little bit like low energy, I guess, compared to yeah. Espas version. Um, so yeah, Espas version, I've been completely addicted to because it's like it's just so it's so catchy and i feel like it is the the energy of it that like like kind of makes it addictive like the just i'm on the next level it's just i don't know like as soon as i heard it it was stuck in my head all day and i just had to like loop it so yeah i i love this yeah i'm in the same boat um it's not really what i expected at all after the last song yeah um and it's weird it's like you said it's 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 different like it i agree with you where like i don't really agree that it's like i got a boy but i get where people are coming from yeah um but it's just so weird because the song is like 75 percent of the song just like doesn't have a melody at all yeah Um, i think i think the more apt it's uh, all rapping I think the more apt comparison is to something like like Zim Zalabim, where it's a little more abrasive for some people. Yeah, from yeah. like the weird like sections and stuff that might be, I guess, kind of amelodic. Like it's just not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's got to be like for me. Like I I I will like complain all the time. You'll hear me on the podcast complain all the time about like choruses that have no melody and stuff. Like I find a lot of that boring. But this I think is really catchy and it like it has like a dynamic to it that like to like the delivery of their rapping and stuff that makes it like super catchy. And I think that's one of the main things that makes this successful. Whereas I feel like the original was kind of a failure. Oh, you mean the, yeah, I didn't even listen to the original. So yeah, Um, listen to it later. It's it's like the same thing, but like low energy in my opinion, at least Yeah. I, I feel like it's much worse. But yeah, that's basically what I was going to say was that despite it having no melody, it's still like one of the catchiest songs I've heard in a long time. Um, I really like the staccato nature of like the next level line. Mm. Um, And I think the synths fit really well. And then the bridges are just out of nowhere. Um, They just go off vocally. It's like this glitchy jazz section and it's Mm. it doesn't make any sense with the rest of the song, but it somehow works. In, like, the second chorus, yeah, it, it just goes off into this, co- like, retro direction randomly. Yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, I love that part just because, like, I feel like most people do, though. Because we got to see, like, Ning Ning and Winter's vocals together. Winter yeah. has, like, a one note where she kind of growls into it, which I actually really love that. Um, And then, yeah, surprisingly, Karina, her, like, rapping I, was way better than I expected, actually. Like yeah. she got a whole rap session like with Giselle, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think most people that didn't like the song liked that part. Um, yeah, I I think because they and they wished that was the actual song. Yeah, because <laughs> that that whole part was all you Young Jin like SM stuff. So yeah, 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 it, it makes sense. Yeah, um, but yeah, I like it. Pretty much same thoughts as you. I don't, I don't, but like, I I get why people don't like it. Yeah. Um. But I enjoyed it. Also, the teasers were 
the best teasers we've ever gotten. Oh, the photos. Oh teaser yeah, photos. We 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 have to. They're talk not really about those. the photos. Yeah, the 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 original teaser photos through. and stuff that they um released. Uh, they used the they basically they used the photographer that they ripped off, or that their their uh, visual director ripped off for the black mamba teasers so they actually hired him to do their teasers and this is better than like anything that the black mamba teasers were and the black mamba teasers were already like really really awesome in my opinion um so yeah go go and check out the their like pre-release teaser photos they look so much better than the music video ended up being um so i i wish that someday espo will make a ton of money and they can make a music video that looks like the teasers that would be yeah. so crazy um yeah so go go check those out for sure those are like we were saying in discord like those are, they're literally like the best teaser photos i've ever seen so yeah um uh and i'm not being hyperbolic when it comes to the teaser photos i might be no, yeah. like over the moon and biased on the this actual song but the teasers like objectively are just fantastic um so yeah check those out if you haven't seen them they're really cool uh, mm-hmm. I think I believe the photographer's name is Brian Hun. I I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name wrong or right or wrong, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, overall, love this. Yeah, it's I'm, a good single. Uh, apparently, they're probably going to release a full album, their next comeback. So I'm going to release something that I can buy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. With a really good photo book. I hope they get yeah. the same photographer again because if he does a full photo book, that's going to be fire. Um, yeah. So, or at least like a significant portion of a photo book. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm really, really, really excited to see what Espa has to offer because uh, they kind of have me like so excited to the point where like I haven't been this excited since like for a, for like a brand new group since maybe like G Friend debuted. I, so like six years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm super super excited for them. All right. So yeah, we talked for like 20 minutes about one song, so <laughs> I mean, you talked for I minutes. I talked for 20 minutes about one song. So. I, I like yeah. it a lot, but not nearly as much as you do. Yeah, I I love this. I'm super excited for Espas if you can't tell. So, yeah, if anybody's a super Espa fan, you can uh yeah, join our Discord and annoy people by talking about it all day with me (laughs) so yep all right so up next we have from us nine yeah new Um, single album yep they have a new single album nine way ticket um and it starts off with airplane mode which is not the single um but it's a nice like mid-tempo pop song soft vocals and some nice intermittent piano um but then like i was not expecting the drop chorus for this um and i thought it was great there's just like an awesome bass line um that just builds the song like that just did not like it fits with the rest of the song but it just was not expect like expected based on the parts before it um and i like how a lot of the vocals are in a lower register um it, yeah, it was just a nice like mid tempo jam to start the album. I kind of wish this was the single. I feel like I rather would have had this for the the MB, because um, I f- I feel like this was definitely the best like song on the single for sure, in my opinion at least. Hmm. Um, 
like yeah i love the way that it just like it builds up with their more like high-pitched sort of vocals and then it drops down into the chorus with more like like purposely low-end vocals yeah. that are more uh yeah like you said like it's like a slower tempo too in the in the chorus i i, I loved the like impactfulness i guess of that um yeah this is like one of the most interesting songs they've released in a long time i feel like so yeah i i really like airplane mode yeah i i get why it's not the single um it just doesn't have the energy that like yeah i i could the, see it the like single as and like that's what from us is known as or known yeah. for on like mainstream korean radio also something like that probably wouldn't like chart yeah. all that much because they they tend to prefer like stuff that's more like repetitive catchy sort of stuff when it comes yeah, to like mainstream k-pop that is yep. yeah um so yeah going to the single we go it is much more of that like it's a much more upbeat poppy single that like similar to what from us like is known for um i think it's just a really solid pop song like i don't think it's has anything that like stands out like crazy about it but i really like it i think the hook is really great it gets stuck in your head really easily um and i think the styling is really good too yeah um so yun really stood out to me um yeah i thought she looked really good like she had a lot of nice outfits and stuff yeah um but yeah i i thought i thought it was a really solid song i know some people at discord weren't a fan of it um but i enjoyed it yeah i i think it's pretty good um like when it first came out i was like it's good but i don't think it's like super catchy at any point but i i think that's definitely uh like it's it's grown on me quite a bit um as far as the like uh catchy hook and stuff in the chorus yeah so at first like i i kind of agreed with discord people where i i wasn't really blown away with it when it first came out but um yeah it's definitely grown on me um I think I like it like a little bit less than their last uh, comeback. I liked I liked Feel Good a lot. So yeah, um, yeah. It's again. It, I think this is pretty much what I expect from from us at this point, based on their last few comebacks. Um, and yeah, I I feel like this works for them. So um, I think this is kind of what I expect from them going forward. Is just like again, like you said, more of the light beat or light lighthearted like upbeat sort of um cute but not like childish like sort of vibe yeah. i don't i don't know how to really explain that but yeah um concept wise i thought it was pretty cool the uh actual album uh like the way it looks it looks like a passport or whatever i thought that was really cool yeah um yeah and it has like id card photo cards and stuff yeah and then uh i thought the like actual music video was pretty cool where it, it was like them like interacting through like computers and stuff like that yeah so, it was like photoshop and instagram and stuff yeah um, so i thought that was pretty cool yeah it was a cool concept i agree um and then finally we have promise which is a nice play on their name <laughs> yeah, um, i'm surprised it took them this long to have a song called promise called promise yeah um since that's what their name is pronounced yeah. as in korean um but yeah it's just this nice like coffee shop vocal and focus song um yep. some really nice piano and acoustic guitar um but yeah i thought it was a good way to end it i thought i always i forget like how good their vocals are sometimes because they 
do those like super poppy songs that don't really show off vocals a lot um but they have some good vocalists yeah yeah i i like this song a lot this reminded me of like i guess it's kind of uh the equivalent of saying like any jazz is persona vibes but this like because it's kind of like a it sounds like a red velvet like velvet track is what i was going to say yeah (laughs) which i feel like at this point is a little bit of a shallow comment to make because any because red velvet doesn't any slower any slow like r&b-ish like vocal track yeah um yeah it's it's i mean that as a compliment because yeah this is uh again like you said like a nice like slow tempo just nice sort of vocal showcase type of track so yeah it's nice yeah yeah i thought it was a good single uh, or single album um i like the comeback a lot so hopefully we get more from them sooner rather than later because it took a year or whatever over a year yeah i think i i thought this was a solid comeback um i'm still waiting for something that'll kind of like match the love bomb energy i I feel like everyone is but yeah um get david amber again please so yeah, that's yeah. my request from us. Um, so yeah, uh, overall I thought those was a solid comeback. So, yep. Yeah, almost a year. It was September 2020 when we got the last one. Yeah, it was a while ago because I remember I was listening to. What was I listening to it with? Yeah, I was listening to Feel Good with. Uh, is it Feels Good or Feel Good? I don't remember. Uh, it's Feel Good feel good yeah i was listening to that with like lottie dunn like songs like that from last yeah year, it was so. around that time yeah it's been a while all right well overall good uh little single i hope we can get a comeback quicker this time yeah so yep all right next up we got Taman with his last mini album before enlistment yep sad yeah um, so this is advice Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I honestly was surprised we even got something from him since Shiny. I, I just, didn't. I didn't even realize he was enlisting this year. Um. Oh really? Yeah. Which makes it funny because we were seeing some like, like uh, industry like analyst like analyst reports or whatever, and they were like making basically making educated guesses on what like SM groups are gonna have comebacks this year, and they mm-hmm. said that Shiny was gonna come back on July 29th or something like that. Oh really? Even though Timmy is, is uh, enlisting, enlisting this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was kind of surprised that he, like because we got the Shiny comeback and the repackage that I didn't think he would also release music before. Yeah. Um, for enlisting, I was kind of hoping because I first picked him in the draft. Um, so Rip. that was a good. Well, no, it's good. I guess it's good them. for this season, yeah. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I got two. I got a shiny comeback and his solo comeback out of it. Um. So yeah. Uh, starts off with advice, and I absolutely love the intro of the song with the piano, like yeah. the really intricate piano line throughout the song is so good, and then it drops into this hip hop, like really hip hop focused beat. And it it's just like a really cool mesh of like classical music and hip hop and like switching mm. back and forth between them. Um, I love the falsetto parts in the chorus, like there yeah. it's like a really striking feeling. Um, and like has some nice layering with normal vocals, and yeah, it just it just has like a really haunting vibe, like the instrumentals. Um, yeah, despite the, having 
like a hip hop beat. So it's a really cool song. Yeah, the the piano gives off like really like sinister vibes, and I also feel like his uh, like the choreography and the type of like like clothing and stuff he wears is kind of like Frankensteinish or like yeah yeah Jokerish like kind a, of. Yeah, it's got like a a gothic like horror vibe to it. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, I in particular really liked the like just sort of concept, I guess, of this. Um. Uh, I was actually surprised. I, I when I like booted up this like album, I did not like expect it to like start off with like a hard like hip hop song. Uh, I was expecting yeah. more of Tamin's like either like R and B or like pop sort of uh, stuff. Um, but that's that I was pleasantly surprised because I thought this was a super really really good um, like hard hitting hip hop track. And like you said, like the the falsetto like vocals and stuff and the the chorus are super catchy. Yeah. Um, I also like some people, I think they thought it was annoying, but I like the, like, like, uh, like the high pitched, like vocal sample and stuff in the post chorus. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall this is really catchy and I, I thought this was a great, uh, like comeback to, um, kind of end on before he's got to ship off for two years. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, next we have light, and I thought this had a really cool synthy like experimental instrumentals, and it just like slowly builds with different types of synths, um, and like how even the beat is entirely synths, just plus some snapping. Like it was, it's just a really cool like experimental inst- instrumental, um, and it's like a much more chill song um, compared to ad- advice. Like the vocals are pretty soft. Um, but it still kind of like gets you grooving. Um, I thought the vocals in the bridge were really good too. Yeah, this this song is like more what I expect it to be as the the title track. It's more yeah. in line with like Timmin or even like Shiny as a group activity. Yep. Um, but yeah, like you said, the synths in this are like really clean. I I like those a lot. Um, and again, like the kind of boom, boom, boom sort of uh, percussive uh, synth that kind of you know marches along throughout the song is really like catchy like you can bop your head to it quite aggressively so yeah, yeah. this was this was a lot of fun i i'd like to see choreography to this because i feel like i feel like maybe they might have like uh considered this as a title track at some point because it feels exactly like something here to release as one yeah um, so yeah this was this was a really nice track as well yep uh, next, we have If I Could Tell You featuring Taeyeon. Featuring the queen um, herself. Yep. And I think, like, the melody from the synths at the beginning got me hooked, like, instantly. Um, it has, like, a really, like, open, like, nature-y feeling to it. Um, and I think Taeyeon's vocals fit it perfectly. And the, uh, like, fast singing section was really impressive, especially because both of them did it. Um, like, that part was really cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I feel like this is probably my favorite on the album, but I feel like it's heavily influenced by my Taeyeon bias, yeah. just because I love Taeyeon so much on anything. Like, um, I feel like she is just such a good, like, uh, artist to collaborate with because she fits in really well on duets with, uh, with male singers. Yeah, like, like every time I can think of like with Crush with uh, Tam in here, even with uh, Jonghyun back on his um 
you know lonely like she always like comes in like so like fits in so well with the male vocalists Mm -hmm. um and yeah like both of them have like really nice like delicate like sort of vocals on this song yeah i think it just gives it this nice um feeling to it so yeah i i love this this song a lot yeah that's a really good one I think um, I I think like you said the beat is very also like kind of atmospheric as well and I think that adds to the like airiness I guess of the song. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. For me, it felt it felt like it was like a I don't know like a really outdoor like like sitting on a porch like yeah. just staring out into the woods or whatever feeling in the morning. Um, in the morning, like I just, I get the feeling more like. I, I, I can see, like, the sitting out on your back porch or whatever, but I'm thinking, like, staring out into the stars or something. Or, like yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, next, yeah. we have Strings, um, and I thought this had, like, really nice classic, like, guitar, rock guitar style at the beginning with his vocals, and then it, it's, it's interesting because it's another, like, slow song, um, but it, like, has a bit more intensity to build off of. Yeah. Um and then it drops into this like dubstep synth drop, but <laughs> it somehow works because it's like how super deep and like super subtle. Mm. It's not like in your face. Um that like it was out of nowhere and unexpected, but I thought it worked. Um and I thought like the also I thought the vocal synth sample like with the melodic hook was pretty effective, like it was really catchy to me. Um I was wondering though it is there a female backing vocal to this song? Because I couldn't tell if it was a female vocalist, like uncredited mm. female vocalist, or if it was just Tayon or Taman's modified vocals. Like, I don't it's know. It's hard to I, tell. I feel like Taman's voice is already like a little bit like feminine to begin with. So yeah, I feel like you could easily achieve that by modifying. But there might be there might be a, uh, another singer on there. Who knows? There there were just like a couple parts where it. The vocals, like the the backing vocals, sounded like different than Tayman. Mm. That I was like, maybe this isn't modified, but it's weird that they have just an uncredited female yeah. vocalist on the song. And I like tried to Google around to see if anyone was talking about like who it was or if there was backing, and I couldn't. So I was like, okay, maybe it is just Tayman's vocals, like modified. But yeah, I wasn't sure. I think I think that drop you're talking about. I feel like it works because it like properly like builds up to it and it kind of like mid drops um mm-hmm. i feel like the the build up is what makes that so effective and then like the actual chorus kind of stays right in that like same sort of uh area i guess if that makes sense um right bad with music words but <laughs> yeah so um yeah overall i thought this was also one of the stronger songs on the album uh like it, aside from advice this this or if i could tell you is probably my favorite of the the b-sides so yeah i think that one's probably my favorite this one or like this song yeah i think this and advice they work really well because they they play like really well on the like hip-hop flick sort of influences and i think uh this like combined with the like you said like kind of classic like guitar like kind of holding the beat i think it mm-hmm. works really well more of a r&b influence i guess as far as that goes but yeah yeah 
Um, and then we end on Sad Kids, which is a two kids follow up um, from his last album, which was like a pre-release single. Mm. Um, but I thought it was like it's a nice like mellow start with like really deep vocals, and then it just builds to this like uplifting chorus. The only thing I wasn't a fan of the effect they use on his voice for the "We Are Just Sad Kids Getting Lost" line. Mm. Um, they use like a weird effect on his voice that I wasn't a huge fan of, but I thought the rest of the vocals were great. Yeah, I I think this was a a strong track to like lead off on, but I think this is probably my least favorite on the album, just because I think it stands out the least of the of the B sides. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I, I can see why they'd put something like this at the end, just kind of wrap it up. And um, like you said, I think it's cool that they did it as a like follow up to the the last song. So, yeah. Um, yeah, overall, again, it's kind of more of a uplifting sort of ballad type song. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was a great mini. Um, yeah, I didn't awesome. think there was I... anything bad on it at all. Yeah, nothing, nothing that's like straight into the trash. So yeah, I th- I thought everything was at least like really good as like a baseline. Everything is just really good on this. So yeah, especially again that that song with Taeyeon, I I just I love it so much. Yeah. So, yeah. By a little biased there. Yeah, a little biased, but I I love Taeyeon. I love Taeyeon. So perfect combo. Yep. So yeah, overall this is a like a great album and i think um yeah i'm i'm going to miss having <laughs> tamen comebacks and stuff because he always like releases really good like solo content like uh yeah I, i'd say tamen's probably easily my favorite like sm like soloist uh for on the male side so yeah yeah so yep uh so yeah i guess Check this out for sure if you haven't already. I'm sure you have because it's Taman. Why wouldn't you? So, yep, yep. All right. And then lastly, we have another like absolutely fantastic uh, mini album. At least in my opinion, I don't know what Nate, Nate feels about it yet, but yeah, Haze with Happen. Uh, so this is basically her first uh, mini album with P Nation. Um, you know, after oh, signing yeah, with she Size over. Label. Yep, so now she's with uh, Size, Label, P Nation. Um, and honestly, so just spoiler, I think this is, like, her best, like, release ever so far. Like, this is, like, really, really great stuff. I, I hope, um, like, if if how this turned out is is as a result of her having resources from her new label, I, I really love whatever they're doing now. Um, like, it could be, like, all her, like, um, you know, just wanting to like try something else, but, uh, yeah, like this is the kind of, uh, like variation I've been kind of looking for in Haze because I feel like while I've enjoyed everything she's released so far, like, I think we kind of talked about this in the podcast before was like, if you like Haze, you'll love like whatever, like she's releasing. But, uh, like I felt like I was getting, it was getting a little bit monotonous for me, mm-hmm. uh, just like because it was it, it wasn't as like varied style wise i guess or um you know between releases so yeah i mean i i could see how somebody would feel the same way about like bullpugon for example even though like yeah i just love anything that they slash now she releases so mm-hmm. yeah um i get it and yeah i think this was a much needed like 
breath of fresh air as far as like style and stuff goes. So anyway, as far as the actual like tracks go, um, the first is Happen, and this is like something that I would have expected the Hayes like Hayes's uh like single to sound like or whatever like this sounds like what I expect from Hayes, but yeah, that at at the same time like this is a super like really effective like just nice catchy like haze r&b type track um like the chorus is really catchy i was i was like whistling it like as soon as i like heard it um like around the house that day Mm -hmm. um yeah her her like like basically signature like falsetto-ish like high like vocals and stuff and the uh chorus is just yeah super catchy really nice and I think just because I'd kind of taken a break from like listening to Haze a lot that when this came back, I was like really, really into it. Also, um, as far as instrumentals go, like the, the bass and stuff like that in this was, um, I guess kind of a neutro, new retro, like sort of vibe. I, I really, really love that. Um, like again, we've talked about before, that's like my favorite trend in music is like the retro inspired stuff. So I was yeah. super happy with this, especially with the bass line in the song. So yeah, overall I really I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Like I kinda stopped listening to Hayes' stuff over the the last few releases just because I was I've always enjoyed her stuff, but it, it was getting kinda samey. Um but yeah, I I thought this is one of her best releases um, as an album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the song "Happen," I thought it had a really nice like acoustic guitar to start, and then yeah, like you were saying that like switching to that really funky bass line, um, which like builds to a nice like funk section before bringing back those like chill acoustic guitars was was great. I I like how the song kept like ebbing and flowing in intensity, mm. um, while Hayes had this like through line of the vocals um and like you're saying i really like the vocal melody it was really catchy it almost sounded to me like a hymn or like a like something that would be sung mm. in church like the, the melody of it um but yeah it was still like catchy despite that <laughs> it's actually funny you say that because i kind of had a similar uh thought about a later song a certain part of it oh song. yeah yeah um so yeah um yeah, overall happen. I I think this is pretty much exactly like what I just I kind of wanted something like still in the Hayes style, but like a little bit like new and just like more energy, I guess. And I feel like right. she really delivered with that um, just on that track alone. Um, so the next track is like the first time. This is more of a traditional Hayes song, I think, compared to happen. Um, Again, it's like just a nice like piano instrumental with Hayes's nice vocals and stuff. And then mm-hmm. uh, you know, towards the end, like Gary's uh Congaria's like rap at the end, which I thought was quite good, but I felt like it dragged on a little too long within the song because I felt like the whole like last half of the song was kind of taken up by his rap section. Um I mean it was good, but uh yeah, it just kind of dragged on a little long for for a rap feature in a K pop song at least, but yeah, yeah. it's nice. Um, and then also like the sort of like violin, like cinematic, like violin section that kind of comes in during his rap 
that part was cool as far yeah. as like the energy goes it reminds me of like uh older like iu music like you and i and like stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's very not cinematic but theatrical i guess yeah yeah i liked this i liked how it started with that like traditional piano and strings and it 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 gave it had another like haunting vibe similar to advice from Taven. um or like with the vocals this time though like the vocals were pretty haunting and that was like a nice contrast to the last song um yeah and yeah i thought her vocals were fantastic and i really loved gary's feature i i could see it being too long but like him rapping over that piano like just brings me back to like Isong days um yeah which i listened to Isong a lot so um it just it fit that vibe really well yeah. um and the instrumentals in the song just might be like some of my favorite instrumentals in like long in a long time like there's just yeah. some really beautiful piano and string parts like you said it's like a very cinematic uh feeling yeah all right next up we have uh flu which is featuring uh Changmo. and this is this is one of my like there's four songs on the album happen and then uh the flu is the second one on the list of four uh unordered list i can't i really can't pick a favorite but um of the four on the list this is the second one that shows appears on the track list anyway uh this song apparently was produced by by tablo so i think that's that's part of the reason why i really enjoy this song a lot um like i think this straight up sounds like something that would like appear on a newer epic high album so i think it makes sense uh the hard hitting like hip hop uh beat and stuff like it's just it's nice and it's dark and it's hard hitting and it's just yeah like Hayes's uh like sort of uh like bright and like light vocals i think the contrast with that and the dark and like punchy uh instrumental it just like works really well and the uh like chorus is super catchy um Changmo's rap was actually really good on this. I thought it fit perfectly with the the beat. Um, yeah, overall, this is a super strong uh, song. I think this might be the song I listened to the most. Yeah, I, I thought this was great. Um, this is like more of like traditional Hayes doing like the hip hop yeah. style with her vocals, like in her doing like her melodic rapping and stuff at the start. Yeah. Um, I thought Changmo's rap was really good. I liked the vocal layering a lot that was it during it. Mm. And um her once his rap was over, like Hayes comes back with like a more higher pitch singing, and I thought that contrasted really well with the rap. Yeah. All right. Next up is why. Um so again, this is another one of the ones that's more uh so the the songs that I like the most were the ones that were I guess most divergent of what she normally does. Yeah. Um, so this is more like traditional of what she usually does, but again, like I've, it's been a while since I've actively listened to Hayes, so like I'm, I'm, it doesn't offend me at all. Uh, like this, it, it never did to begin with. Like I always liked Hayes. It was just like kind of like how we were feeling with G Friend like a few years ago, where it was kind of like just wanted a little bit more change. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, this is uh just a really chill like um sort of like mid-tempo like sort of song um with more like understated type vocals um and yeah it's kind of uh like retro-ish as well 
like with the instrumental it's like 80s style so it's pretty yeah. nice yeah i probably have the least to say about the song too but yeah it's just it's classic haze vocals it's over a nice retro bass line like you were saying um i did like the chanting backing vocals mm. throughout the song i thought that was a nice touch but overall i thought it was just pretty good pretty solid song but um pretty standard for haze yep all right so this is number three on the list of four uh, the yeah. Walking Dead, which features Kim Field. This is absolutely like this song is absolutely immaculate. Like it's just beautiful. Like the like this reminds me like vibe wise of like uh what's the song called? I think it's called Secret Garden on IU's um uh Flower Bookmark. I think that's the name of the song. Okay. Um, yeah, it reminds me. Sure. It reminds me of one of the songs on Flower Bookmark Part Two. Um, I think it's called Secret Garden uh just vibe wise not necessarily musically but um yeah yeah just like really nice like sort of uh like folkish um you know instrumentals with like yeah just like pianos violins guitars stuff like that it's just yeah it's just really nice um i think in general like over the past couple years i've gotten more and more fond of the almost kind of Americana, like, sort of influence on, like, songs. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, I really love the nature like, feel of this song. Uh, and that's not, and I haven't even gotten into, like, her vocals. Like, her vocals just sound beautiful in this song. Like, they're just, like, this might be my favorite, like, vocally Hayes song, like, ever. Um, and then Kim Feel, the feature, like, his, like, deeper like male vocals they pair so well with hers like on this song and i yeah i i'm super 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 happy with how this turned out um yeah so then so to get back to like the thing i said like the part that looks like it sounds like a christian hymn the part where (laughs) he's like doing alone like uh like fart uh that kind of reminded me of like a christian pop song or something like yeah um which isn't a bad thing. I just thought it was... I remember, like, laughing to myself in the car when I was listening to this, when that part came on. Like, yeah. somebody probably thought I was listening to, like, Christian music or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like this song a lot, too. I thought it was a nice acoustic ballad. Like you said, it has, like, a folk... Or, like, a folk vibe to it. Um, yeah. I like how the guitar is, like, really quiet, which helps, like, the echoing vocals stick out. Um... But yeah, there's just some really nice airy vocals. It's really uplifting. Um, I thought Kim Feel's vocals complemented Hayes's really well. Yeah, they, the um, pairing was so good. And like, and the violin was a really great touch too. Um, but yeah, yeah, I pretty much agree with what you're saying. Like, it, it's just a nice like folk vibe that that we don't really get very often from K-pop. Yeah. All right. So up next the fourth in the series of the songs that I like the most is uh, from the rain, which features uh, on Yeon. And this song is crazy. Like, like it never would have occurred to me that you'd be able to make a song like this work. Um, mm-hmm. So like, it starts off with like Hayes sort of like, like it's a typical sort of like Hayes, like ballad with a little bit of like R&B influences in there. Yeah. Um, and but it incorporates like like i believe at least like korean like instrumentals and stuff yeah. like traditional stuff and like halfway through the song it like morphs into which i believe is on Yeon's feature um 
like sort of like a traditional Korean like sort of vocal style as well and it, it just it it works really cool because like the song structure is like very pop music but it's using these like traditional influences on top of it and it I I, I think it just works really well like mm-hmm. this is definitely the most like uh interesting song on the album I think just that they were able to make something like this work because I th- I think it's really cool. Yeah, I think this is my favorite song. Um, yeah. I really love the like Eastern instrumental, like Eastern string instruments, um, and having Anya and do that traditional like Korean style of singing was a really cool touch. It yeah, it it helps it stand out because like you were saying, it it if it had more Western instrumentals um, and like standard feature of vocals it would probably feel similar to the last few songs and be pretty yeah. standard for a haze song but it was really cool to like mix it up and have this this uh traditional korean sound mixed in um and they even threw in like some electric guitar to like contrast with that like yeah they have the like couple really small like electric guitar licks that even mix it up like even more mm. um so yeah, I love this song. This was definitely my favorite. Yeah, that, I I was like blown away when I heard this come on the like when it like when Anya's like feature like came in, I was blown away by that. I was not expecting that at all. So Yeah. I think that's one of the things that like makes this album like stand out in her library for me is just because she's trying all these new things and I think yep. it just works so well. Um Yeah. Um wrapping up, this is like the last like full like vocal song at least um on the album hi hello and uh yeah this is more of a like again like haze sort of song like um which i hate to describe it that way because it's like what does that even mean but like anybody who's heard haze like they know what she sounds like it sounds like something like this you might imagine um (laughs) yeah overall this is a really nice ballad it's just got really nice vocals um kind of just a you know nice sim- simple like guitar sort of instrumental and yeah it's nice yeah i think i i i agree like this one was pretty standard um i really like the short like staccato guitar and synth parts though mm. um it was like a very like bouncy like yeah. short feeling to them um but yeah i thought it was just pretty solid like great vocals great instrumental um, yeah like the rest I mean, of the album stuff like this is like kind of what you come to haze for and to begin with yeah so, exactly. like i i really can't complain about stuff like that like like what i was saying before like i i feel like i keep having to reiterate it because it's not a negative that it's like like haze style even though we Standard, were kind of yeah. a little bit um tired on it before but like i think within the context of the album it just it works really well yeah so. I, I mean you're you i wouldn't like you wouldn't want the whole album to be like different, like very different and out there. Like, yeah, yeah. That would, this like helps tie it together. Yeah, um, exactly. Like it helps her feel cohesive uh, yep. and fit in with her, like the rest of her catalog and stuff. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Lastly, it's Destiny. It's just a tiny dot. And this is oh. basically just like kind of a outro to you know, sort of ribbon, put a ribbon around the whole album, basically. Yeah. Um, tie it up. And yeah, it's like a nice, like guitar sort of, uh, 
little like outro and i th- i think it fits the vibe of the rest of the album perfectly yeah um like i guess if you were to approximate the vibe of the album this is what it would sound like like it's got like those sort of like theatrical sort of uh like iu-esque um kind of feel with the strings i was trying to remember like what kind of instrument that was on the top side um yeah like guitar with like some strings and stuff like that it's yeah it's just it's interesting it 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 feels fitting i guess so i think uh i think this uh outro is necessary i think it like really helps the cohesion of the like the whole project together and it Mm -hmm. makes it feel like it was a purposeful like album i guess so yeah i couldn't be more happy with this album actually yeah i pretty much agree i i think it gives a nice closure to the album like you said it it matches the the themes of the album really well just having the strings and acoustic guitar um instrumental like ending um yeah i thought it was a great way to end it and i thought the album as a whole was fantastic i guess I guess the way I'd actually describe the feeling I get from Destiny is just a tiny dot is it's kind of a, it's kind of like mysterious and cliffhangery actually. Um, that's kind of the feeling I get from it. So uh, it kind of makes me want more from her. Like I want to see what more she's like thinking about trying in her next album. Yeah. Because apparently I think I remember reading in Discord she's already working on another full album. So yeah, mm. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. See how yep. that turns out. So yeah, I'm super like Yeah, like this might be my mini album of the year so far, actually. Like I'm I'm really happy with it. Um either this or Wendy for, for mini album of the year so far. So far. Yeah. We're only less than half of the year uh in, so that could easily change by the end of the year, but yeah, so far those are the releases I'm really feeling, and then for mm-hmm. a full album stuff like IU is <laughs> usually in the running, but yeah, IU and yeah. probably for me. Yep. Yeah, so I I think we're having a pretty strong year so far as far as like albums and stuff go. So yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's it's been a pretty good release. Oh yeah, NCT Dream for a full album as well. Oh yeah, that that was a good album. That too. album was really yeah. good. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it, like, mm-hmm. it's been a pretty good year so far, so we'll see how the rest of the year turns out, um, if yeah. we can keep up with that. Yep. So, I guess, uh, with that, we've pretty much covered all of the, uh, releases we wanted to talk about this week. Um, yep. yeah, over, like, everything, everything that came out this week was, uh, at least, like, pretty good. Um, I, in particular, was really enamored with, uh, with Espa and Hayes and Taman, so... Yeah, I was yeah. I was really excited to talk about Ripped those. From this. Yeah, I mean, from us was good, but it, <laughs> like like I said, it's not like it was blowing me away. It was more like kind of what I expected. Yeah, exactly. Thing, so. Yeah, it was it was yeah. good, but but nothing nothing Whereas, crazy. I feel like Hayes, Taman, and Espo were all like really surprising in some way, at least some way. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, overall, really um really strong week. So. So with that, I guess uh, catch us in a couple weeks. Um, remember, you uh, pre-sale tickets for the podcast fest are still going. Um, yep, we'll link we'll, we'll link, link that stuff in the description so you can check that out. 
Um, after that, how much are tickets? Fifteen or ten? I forget. They're fifteen dollars if you don't get them before the pre-sale. If you don't get the pre-sale. Okay. And that that ends June sixth, I believe. Yeah, and then remember, um, you know, this stuff is going towards charity, so you know, yeah, not that you, you have can... to get a ticket, but like it would be, it would be really cool, and you'd be helping a cool cause. So, yep. So yep. Uh, with that, I guess um, I'll just take us out. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to our YouTube. Leave us a good review on iTunes. It helps a lot. Um, or w- whatever podcast service you use. Um, I don't even know. Does Spotify have reviews for no, podcasts? I don't, I don't think, think so. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah. I tried um, looking once and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I didn't think so anyway because you can't do reviews on songs. Yeah. Um, so yeah anyway um yeah so that helps a lot um like our videos comment uh your thoughts on the albums um and then yeah join our discord we have tons of cool activities and stuff going on so um feel free to join if you need uh you know cool you know community to talk about k-pop and stuff like that so yep that thank you and goodbye and stay next level Stay throbbingly next level.